Hello, it's Sharon Joy here, host of the Joyous Journeys podcast. Welcome to episode 15. In today's episode, I'm going to be talking to you about whether to niche or not. And this is something that in 2020, I really felt a little bit fond of. Now, when I say fond, I don't mean in favor of, quite the opposite. In fact, I had a fond as in fear of niching down. I really found that I was feeling quite scared to decide who I was for and what my promise would be to them. I also realized that I felt that I had a fear of being put in a box, fear of really making that bold declaration, fear of commitment, fear that if I didn't talk to everyone that I wouldn't get enough clients, and also fear that what if the people who I said I was for didn't come. Hello, scarcity story. There it is right there. But as I've gone along in my journey, I've actually realized that there is on the other side of that fear, beautiful freedom in deciding and declaring who I'm for and what I'm here to do. And I wanted to share a little bit about that today. First, I want you to know that if you don't feel called to niche, then you're not doing anything wrong. There is absolutely nothing wrong with making a decision that it's not for you. There's no right or wrong here. But many people report, including myself, that there are many, many benefits in making a decision, sometimes a hard one, around who you're for, who you are for to start with. And what I found is that when I first started my business and I was really in that experimental phase, I wasn't feeling called to commit to who I was for, but actually who I expected would come in and who I thought I was for was not actually, in fact, the people that I ended up bringing in and most enjoyed working with, as well as had the greatest impact on. So that was quite a surprise to me. And that's one of the reasons why if somebody asked me about my journey, I would share with them that if you don't yet feel called to niche down, then don't. Keep doing what you're doing. Keep exploring. Keep the net wide open so you can call in people from all different walks and then make some decisions down the track about who you most enjoyed working with, what the impact was, and also who, who you had the most fun with. It just makes sense to do that. You know, the more and more I think about it now, it just makes so much sense to call more of those clients in because why wouldn't we want to? Why wouldn't we want to call in people who we know we're having a profound impact on and who we love working with? It just makes good sense. But also in alignment with all of that, it's what brings us abundance. So it was some time down the track, probably towards the end of last year, that I started really struggling with some things. I found myself working with clients who weren't fully aligned and it wasn't lighting me up. I was finding that the timing was off between the two of us. They were at different points on their journey compared to the women I was having really big gains with. They felt quite frustrated by that. And I know that at times I did as well. So I wanted to get more intentional about calling in the clients who knew my worth, who really valued the work that I do, but also they were ready to do the work. They were ready to step up in their business and they were totally aligned, soulmate clients. 
I think the thing is when we're thinking about niching and certainly the laws of attraction and how the universe works, we have to get clear and ask the universe for exactly what we want. Otherwise, the universe doesn't know. So the clearer that we are, the more likely we are to bring those things into our life. But of course, along with that, you know, nothing happens without some strategy. Alchemy doesn't happen without strategy. So there's got to be a beautiful balance of both. What I found I was dropping towards the end of last year, dropping offers left, right and centre, spaghetti flying everywhere. And like you heard in my last episode, I am not a unicorn. I am not a money-making unicorn at all. I need to do the work, drill down, keep strategizing, keep learning all the time in order to bring money into my business. Like most people, you know, there's few people in the world who are magic unicorns. I wonder if they even do exist. Sometimes I want to call BS on the people who just say, oh, you just do these few things and your business explodes. I believe that we get there through a beautiful blend of strategy and alchemy. So I encourage you to have a real think about this. If you're finding that you are working with clients that perhaps aren't aligned with you, if you are feeling frustrated, if you are lacking in direction, then this can be a great first step in getting clarity and direction. And then that can lead to beautiful flow, particularly when it comes to creating content for social media, for a blog, for a podcast, whatever it may be. There's been a lot more flow since I made some decisions around who I was delivering content to. And by that, I mean, when I understand intimately the needs of that group of people, then it's much easier for me to be able to deliver not only quality content, but more importantly, quality offerings that are going to move the needle and help with their transformation in life and in business. So I encourage you to look at that. Now, as I said, if you know who you enjoy working with and you know who you're having the biggest impact on, why wouldn't you want to go and shout it from the rooftops to call even more people just like them? So one of the ways that you can do that is starting to write an I help statement. Now, this is nothing new. I didn't invent it. You know, my coaches didn't invent it. It's something that is widely known as a great way to help you decide who you're for and make a bold declaration. And I have to admit, I haven't found a sexy way to say it. So it's just going to be called an I help statement for now. And an I help statement really is the difference between being able to articulate what you actually do and who you are for so your people can understand it versus not being able to articulate that. So it can be really transformational in that you can sit by a stranger and tell them what you do in a sentence. And if you have difficulty doing that, then I would definitely recommend that it's worth taking some time to be able to summate what you do. It will change your business. It will change the way you think about your business. And like everything in life and in business, this is a journey. It's not a destination. So as time goes on, you're going to be able, as you go down this rabbit hole, to niche down further and further and further as you go. And the further down you go, then you're likely to be even more impactful because you're going to have a lot more clarity and 
laws of attraction. We know that clarity brings us abundance. It brings us manifestation. So here's some tips if you feel like it might be time for you to have a go at niching down. I'd love you to have a think about three to five clients on whom you've had the most profound impact. What were their needs? Why did they choose you as their person? What was their tangible transformation? Now, I want you to be really specific around this. So generalize words like they were more empowered. You know, they're really vanilla bland kind of words. Look for words with potency. Look, look for transformations that are really, really potent and tangible. So for example, I am helping service-based women take their startup into profit, okay, and also call in their ideal clients. So really think about the difference that you make in your business and make it tangible when you are writing your I help statement. So that's the first thing that I would recommend. The the second thing is I'd love you to have a really solid think about who you most enjoyed working with. And I'm going to hazard a guess here and suggest that it's very likely it's the same group of people. Okay. Hello, soulmate clients. All right. That's what I'm talking about. When you know that you're having a huge impact on these people, you know what group of people that they are. I know that can be generalist but sometimes it can actually be around the way they think. It doesn't have to just be, you know, their industry or something like that or where they're at on their business journey. But actually knowing those things is going to be transformational, but also being able to connect that, it's going to be transformational for you because you will know who you enjoy working with the most. Then you're going to move on to the next one. So I'd love you to think the third thing is thinking about what values, desires, and frustrations those clients have that are in alignment with yours or your journey. So you're more than likely a few steps ahead on your journey than they are. And I'd love you to think about the frustrations, their values, and their desires. Now, values don't change. They're the same. We keep our values mostly right through life. They rarely change. But our desires and also our frustrations along our journey do change. So think about those three things when you're thinking about your soulmate clients, and that's going to help you to be able to really talk to them through your marketing, through your content. So digging down on that would be amazing. Okay. So once you've spent some time working through this, experiment with writing some I help statements. Ask, and then once you've experimented with a few, I'd love you to ask your favorite clients, which resonates with them most. So when I say favorite clients, I mean those three to five clients that stand out in your mind that you've had a really high impact on, but also you really, really enjoyed working with. So have a bit of a think about them and then have a go at writing an I help statement. So it might sound something like I help and then the people that you help achieve and then what the desired result or transformation is. Then it would say so that they can and the eliminated frustration or it might also be um, 
you know, more linked again to their desire. So have a bit of a think about that. And then, as I say, once you've drafted one down, then read it to some of those soulmate clients and get their feedback and see if it resonates with them. Now, I've got a workbook that I've created. It's called my Notes to Niching Workbook. And I've created that to help you work through this process step by step. So you can put down some of your ideas. It's there to help you decide whether it's time for you to niche or not, because it may not be. So if it sounds like something that you are needing, then jump on over to my blog or over to my website, MsSharonJoy.com forward slash notes to niching. That's N-I-C-H-I-N-G. Jump on over to there and you'll be able to opt in for my free I help notes to niching Uh, workbook that will be delivered straight to your inbox. I hope you got some value out of that. I'd love to know what you thought. If you got some value, please do share it or drop me a comment. I'd love if you would leave me a five-star rating on iTunes. And thank you for listening. Episode 15, is it time to niche or not? I'll see you next week.